So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast with No Lungs. We're going to ask him some questions today about uh, the new record. I'm going to start. So congrats on that release. I'm not going to try to say because that album title is long. Uh, how do you feel about the response to it so far? Um, It's good. I moved out of the house and into a mansion. I own three Ferraris now. So the royalties have really been kicking in. Let's go. Uh, it's really pog. But no, I mean like... <laughs> It's been pretty good. I mean, it's it's been hype. Uh, it's it's definitely the most um, the most reception I've gotten to like a, a No Lungs album. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. Um, a couple of the songs have really uh, been kind of kind of really hitting on the Spotties, the Spotify's, which are which is nice. But um, yeah, no, I'm really hyped about it. Mm -hmm. I'm hyped that people listened to it. Yeah, and there's <laughs> yeah. enough demand for a vinyl too, or at least it seems like that. I hope, dude. I, I really want to see this thing on wax. I just got into collecting vinyl like maybe like freaking four or five months ago. Mm -hmm. And um, to have my own vinyl, uh, I'm going to be listening to it like every single day. So That's hopefully. Nice. As you should. Yeah. Work I, out. I remember when we first, when we chatted for the first time, you, I think you were just starting to get into the vinyl collecting. So mm -hmm. yeah. I remember that correctly. That's crazy. I got I got kind of into it, man. Now I'm at now I'm at the point where I'm like getting different variants of stuff. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Like I thought I'd be that person where it's like, nah, dude, I need to get this white vinyl, dude. We're not getting it. We're not getting it on 140 gram. We're spending the extra. We're getting 180. We're getting that heavyweight vinyl. We're getting that white vinyl. It's mm -hmm. crazy. I'm turning into the person I didn't think I would be. Well, at least <laughs> all the royalties off the album. It's it's just it's paying for itself. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I bought like a million purple shirts now. It's great. This oh, is my God. It's your whole wardrobe. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. I aspire to be just like you. Yes. Can we hurry up? I, I got an interview oh. with Spin Magazine, like, right oh. after. Oh, my oh, God. I'm, I'm really sorry. sorry. Oh, my God. Although, I okay. mean, I've heard a couple people compare us to Spin Magazine. So, like, yeah. I don't know. If I think not, we're yeah. just as important as them. Exactly. I'll, I'll cancel my interview with them. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay um so what was your writing process for this record i'm gonna say the name uh what you didn't want to happen is happening right now um my writing process well i i started with a song called um it was called kurt cobain mm -hmm. and i wrote that maybe like a year ago like 2019 so yeah like a year ago and at that time i wasn't really thinking about making an album um I didn't really have any plans. And then I ended up writing a couple more songs that I guess it's like, they all kind of had this common theme, I guess, of just kind of like staying stagnant or being in the same place and, and not really moving. Like I'm in my, I'm like 24 now. And like the whole kind of theme that I found as I was writing it is that the whole what you didn't want to happen is happening right now thing as far as like the songwriting and stuff goes a lot of it's about kind of being in these like mid-20s and and still feeling like you're kind of lost and don't really know what you're doing and you feel like your wheels are just kind of like you feel like you're kind of stagnant um so i guess that's kind of how a, a lot of it a lot of the writing process came to be is i didn't even realize i was writing about the same stuff and then once i did realize it it was kind of like well like a lot of these themes are similar, so they fit well on an album together type thing. So, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'd say about halfway through, like there's 10 songs on it. So I'd, I'd say about the time I was finished writing maybe the fifth or sixth song, I was all like, well, let's just write a couple more and make an album out of it. Okay. So, right. wow. uh, so where was your headspace at while writing this then? Um, kind of the, I mean, like kind of the same place it is now. Uh, it's, it's a lot about kind of being lost. It's a lot about... Um, this this whole year has just been kind of a weird year. I mean, even besides the quarantine, quarantine really had nothing to do with it. But like just the way that I feel like I've been changing versus the way others have been changing. It's super easy to kind of compare and it's super easy to kind of like find yourself in a place where you don't feel like you're doing a whole lot and, and you feel kind of lost. Um, and I guess that's kind of where my headspace was. It still is there, but writing and writing songs about it and kind of trying to kind of trying to like um, use that as kind of a catharsis definitely kind of helped a little bit, but it's just that classic mid twenties. I don't know what the hell I'm doing <laughs> type thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Solid. Uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear on this record? If oh, any. God. Um, well, a lot of this stuff, I'm trying to think. I mean, definitely, I, I would definitely hear stuff that kind of harkens back to like grunge, like like kind of like the Nirvana type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I also think it would be kind of pop. I, I definitely hear some of the pop influence too. Like there's songs on it that um, one called Future Joy and then another one would be like, there's one called Big Enigma Energy where all of these songs that are kind of like a little more poppy. So I'd always just consider it like, even like with the whole no lungs thing it almost i get nirvana and i get weezer a lot i think mm -hmm. it's just there's that pop sensibility of weezer but at the same time like it's loud and it is kind of dirty like nirvana mm -hmm. so i mean i guess those are some things that i would hear in it for sure after okay. listening back to i agree wholeheartedly um, yeah so this question should be like super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe your new record in three words um super fucking cool oh wonderful super I fucking can't... pog thank you oh my god pog dude <laughs> what does pog mean can i ask pog, 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 pog. <laughs> who wants pog to... is its own thing yeah i don't even know it's how its to own definition pog. exactly like, i what can is send pog? you the picture pog. that like pog that it came from but other than yeah. that i don't know how to like describe it it's just pog kids these days yeah i know kids <laughs> i know right it's I crazy feel old. I feel freaking old now. This sucks. No. <laughs> okay. So is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the album? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know because I mean, even like organizing the whole album has been kind of like a trip. Like, I knew that I wanted it to start out with the song called at Metro Square. And I knew that I wanted it to end with the song means to an end because mm -hmm. I feel like it was the best way to end it. But after that, I mean, I think I, I think I kind of want it to be kind of like a roller coaster. I know that it starts out kind of abrasive and kind of heavy, but I feel like as you get to the center of it, it sort of mellows out a little bit. And then by the end of it, I think what I tried to do is, is the way that it kind of like lyrically especially flows to anybody who listens to the lyrics a lot of it kind of starts out with 
kind of a lot of like second person it's like you 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 but then mm -hmm. by the end of the album it starts to kind of like it starts out with me kind of starting to take accountability for like just shit that i've done in the past so it starts out from like it almost seems like blaming somebody else for the way that things are going in your life to actually by the end of it it's like wait it's not it's not your fault that my life is fucking weird it's it's my fault like this i'm doing this to myself so then means to an end that last song just kind of wraps it all up and saying that like even though things kind of suck like it's you know or even if things are good like no matter what way you kind of turn the coin like it's not nothing's gonna really last forever type thing so it kind of wraps it all up in a bow uh, wow. so i guess the essential thing would maybe like a roller coaster of emotions i guess okay. would be kind of kind of cool all right. that's so cool um, so you collected together voicemails for one of your tracks on your record. What was the idea behind that? Um, I just didn't know how to start the song and I wanted it to kind of, uh, a lot of the people that I noticed that have listened to No Lungs have been people that have been listening for a long time. Um, this is like the fourth album now and I've been doing it ever since I started. I've been doing it all in my bedroom and every single sound every way that it's mixed everything has just pretty much been me um and so i guess future joy is the name of the song that i use the voicemails in um i didn't want to start it i mean i just didn't want to start it the way that i had planned like i just wanted it to start out with the guitar and, and type thing um but i guess i guess toward the end of it like I was like, yeah, I don't really want to start it that way. I think it'd be kind of cool to have some voicemails or something like that that starts it out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I put up a, a Google voice number and collected. I, I guess I had it up for a couple days, but I collected way more voicemails, which was good, but way more voicemails than I thought I would get. So, um, so I, at that point, I kind of merged a lot of them together. And just kind of placed it like that but i don't know there's really no huge significance i guess a lot of it is just kind of like um kind of like a texture piece i just wanted to start the sound the song kind of like different i guess okay yeah especially with I that i thought it was like super cool i i really liked it just Boy, including like your it. listeners <laughs> i did it took me a second but i got it so that's cool I think you're in there. I think somebody is in there. I remember mixing it, but like a lot of the sounds kind of merged together. But I think yeah. if I remember, like I have you panned in like the left ear, maybe or maybe the right. I don't know. One you're of in the ears. <laughs> One of the ears. Yeah. One of the ears. Okay. That's yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so obviously we listened to the album. The first track has like this super cool like opening. It like got both Shane and I's attention, where it's like it's listing oh. off just like the album and like how it's everything about the album we thought it was so cool what made you choose to open up your album with that how did that happen that is kind of a um i kind of copped that from a different band um it was kind of paying homage because the, the the band that i took it from is called shellac mm -hmm. and um they were a band the album that i took it off of it, it literally starts the first song on their album too it's called a thousand hertz um the difference between that one and this one is with them they actually had somebody come in and narrate like just put the voice over this one i literally just kind of used the text to speech just type thing um and i guess like i just wanted like literally something like that i wanted something that could kind of catch the attention of somebody um and i literally just wanted it to almost sound like i don't know almost sound like jargon that really understand 
I think a part of it is like no lungs of North America, like 24 bit audio resolution, just a whole bunch of random shit. It's all like, I don't necessarily know what this means. I mean, hopefully, I mean, that's probably what a lot of people are saying, but I, I think it like, I think it honestly just kind of sets the tone for like a really weird kind of start to an album. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted it to just kind of catch people's attention. I feel like if I started it just, I feel like if I started it the way I did without the weird voiceover, like, it wouldn't be something super like it wouldn't be the best kind of way to start an album i guess i don't know but yeah yeah i I was i was i remember like setting that thing up and it took me like a million tries because like i I had this the 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 um the text-to-speech thing set up and like i couldn't figure out like now i'm gonna sound like a freaking 50 year old man but i couldn't how to import it to my computer to put onto the song. Mm-hmm. So I was like stressing out. I was like, how do I do this? It can't be this difficult to email this file to me. But yeah, no, I was stoked. By the time I actually like listened to it and had it in that weird feedback thing in the beginning, I was all like, dude, now you gotta make this album really good or mm-hmm. else you're a fucking freak. No. I'm very upset there weren't any vomit samples on there because I know you can mm-hmm. do your vomit on command and you gotta oh, incorporate yeah. that into at least one of your songs. Yeah, there was definitely like takes that started out with me like going like, like just like weird shit that started out that I'd end up cutting out because mm-hmm. like you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear a song and then it just starts out with <clears throat> and it's like oh well, what the hell did he just do? Like go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was that supposed to happen? Yeah. So, I know, right? With all these types of interviews, we like to end it off by asking uh, if there's any new projects in the works. I know you just dropped this record, but are you working on anything new you can tell us about? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, like, if if this were, like, a normal world, I'd say we're playing shows and we're, you know, going to go on tour or something. But, I mean, right now, nothing much. I mean, there's a couple things under my... There's a couple things that I'm thinking of doing, um, but like an EP. This is the only album that I made that um, actually has um, that actually has other songs that didn't make it on, like outtakes, I guess. Um, so 10 songs, it's about 45 minutes. If I kept a lot, if I kept like the three or four songs that I had, it would be like over an hour long, which I feel like is a little, a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm in the future, I'm probably going to put out an EP of like just some of the outtakes and a couple other like little songs. I also had an idea of covering a bunch of the uh, local bands that I play with. There's a couple mm-hmm. like uh, Acne Superstar or like Cheap Therapy. Um, I had an idea for a second of making an EP where I cover a bunch of those songs, just songs that nobody else knows about, but that means something to me because they're all just like local bands. Um, so I don't know. Um, I guess the the best way to find out would just be to follow the instas and the and the twitters and stuff no lungs az people how to get that plug in <laughs> you stole my question uh that's all the questions we have today uh is there anything you'd like to plug um i would like to plug what would i like to plug there's an album out it's called what you didn't want to happen is happening right now uh, uh, if you haven't noticed yet this is what we've been talking about the whole time it's on spotify it's on bandcamp it's it's everywhere just look up no lungs um i like to plug pog i still don't know what that means but um other than that i mean shit dude i want to plug chinese food and that's it i think i'm okay all right well uh, 
Thank you for sitting down with us. This has been No Lungs and uh, We're the Good Noise Podcast.